Hello? Who is this? Hola, bienvenidos a Stay on the Line Podcast. Mi nombre es Tara Card y contigo es mi hermana Zenny X. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. And uh, every Thursday we have a new episode of the podcast. Yeah, I wanted to try a little bit of my Spanish out. Um, Zanny, how are you doing? You just had a show the other day. Um, hard candy. Yeah, it was fun. I did do a hard candy. Um, and there was a special uh, guest person, um, also known as Victoria Elizabeth Black. How was she? Uh, very sweet. Very um, iconic. She wore her... Um, promo look. Yeah, her promo look. It was sickening. Also, like, 10 out of 10 did, like, this beautiful, like, spooky little goddess kind of look. And then changed in the middle of the, like, fully got out of everything, took off everything, put on a full body prosthetics with, like, the glue and everything, put on, like, full face prosthetics, changed the makeup, changed the wig, changed all change of it. Your costume. <laughs> change your costume. Change the costume. Um, and did it, like, in 30 minutes uh, and made it out for the next number. Hit the um, sleigh button. Yeah. Oh. That was my. That, <laughs> that was my very fitting up. that that happened right <laughs> when I said that. <laughs> Silence so, your um, phone, young lady. Yeah. You are, you are a podcaster. Ten out of ten. Uh, the ability to make such a quick change, and also the professionalism. Very sweet, very kind. Um, really delivered. Yeah, it was one of my favorite ones that I got to work with. If I'm being honest. Slay. Who was your Slay. least favorite? Oh, are you gonna say? Are you gonna say? Are you? Are you a little bitch? As Coco would say, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm, I'm not gonna bitch. say muffin. I'm not going to say say muffin. I'm going to clarify the person that... Nope, I'm not even going to... We're not even going to go down that path. Anyways, how are you? I'm okay. I've been um, pretty busy. Last week, I was... Literally had no time to do anything. Yeah. So, Zany could not be on the podcast because I had Wi-Fi issues. (laughs) For some reason, my Wi-Fi just, like, cut out for a couple days, actually. Yeah, um, it was a blessing. I know you were gone. For, you were unplugged. Yeah, bitch. I was honestly really fucking annoyed. So, like the last episode uh, with Sunny, shout out to Sunny for filling in. I was like, I'm not going to edit this podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it because I had I had three shows. I was at my day job for five days. I had no free day off. Um, so yeah. I just, you know, today, this week is a little bit more chill. Uh, next week, I see you. You're going to be here in town. I have I been making know. a denim outfit. I made a little bit of it last week. But, like, look at these the sleeve I made. So, Not I put a hot. pocket on it. And then look at the <laughs> look at the cuff. I took the... This is made out of old denim pants. So, yeah. I took the, the waist of one of the pants and made it into a cuff. And it's still, That's like, hot. even, like, b- buttons. I like the pocket. You should put something in the pocket. In the pocket? Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have it on the other sleeve, too. It's just going to be a little crop top coat. I'm still sewing a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're talking about Dragula season... Well, technically one. Dragula Titans season. season one, episode eight. The Horror Icons episode. Now, did you have any 
quick little like one minute thoughts on that last episode since you weren't here like what were your general thoughts on that um my general thoughts is that uh i hated seeing melissa leave the way that melissa did and i also hated how um much people discredited uh kind of what they were feeling in that moment and kind of i don't know it just felt really weird to see like a room full of people be like no, don't go. Don't I think even at one time, Astrid says, let her go. That, and then literally gets up, she gets up and leaves and is having a breakdown, and Astrid just goes, let her go. And then all of these people are like, ugh, it's not fair of her to have a meltdown because she's doing the same thing we're doing. Like, no, babes. No, babes. That's not how that works. Yeah. Eva Destruction's look was my favorite look that I think I've seen on the show the entire time. Okay, I have to bring up the fact because it looked different in the pictures that they posted. Why does everyone's pictures that they take, like, mm-hmm. at the the thing... Let me look it up really quick because I didn't notice... I've never seen the pictures. It, it was reading more orange and blue, but on the stage it was reading more purple. The same with uh, Melissa's. Look at Melissa's look. It was like orange on stage, but in this look it's like all completely blue. Uh, I don't know. These kind of look the way that they look to me. I think you're colorblind, girl. I don't think so. Like, I think they look completely different from on stage to then. Melissa's literally think- had like iridescent, like. Orange. Uh, she did have it. a little bit of orange. Juice. I feel they like may they used... edited her look down to look more blue, like coat. Well, like... so what I'm thinking too is with stage lights, Melissa's is almost all see through. Like her her out of details, it's like a, a see through iridescent. So it's probably um, the lighting behind her was probably more, and the lighting around her probably reflected on that. And then Eva's, uh, you could like this is an orange reflecting material, but it is one of those materials that reflects two ways. So, like, they do have a little bit of a blue undertone. And it could just be, like, they took this photo with flash. But their skin was reading more purple on stage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I why she... That's why I made the reference to Ursula on that episode. Anyways, that was last episode. This episode, Coco comes in and basically tells everyone they're a dumb, stupid bitch. And I agree. Yeah, I... Coco went in. I texted uh, Keanu Chowie and I said... Have you watched Agatha yet? She said, no. And I said, Coco is eating. And she said, oh, in the competition? I said, no, the girls. Yeah. Uh, and the days and the thems. It was uh, much, but... very, very much needed. And everyone tried to, again, like, and I like that she kind of pulled, like, she she had to, like, yell at these bitches because they weren't listening to her. Because she was, like, talking. And then Astrid immediately is, like, going to defense and, like, mm-hmm. It was just like, girls, shut up and just listen. Like, Stop. I like the comment she also made about Hoso. She was like, Hoso, how does it feel to be the smartest person in the room? But that, I mean, <laughs> honest to God, what they said when they were like, you've literally been at the center of every episode drama, and then when it happens, you pull yourself out. And Hoso does. Uh, I mean, it is kind of smart, but it's also kind of fucked up. But Yeah. I thought, I don't, to me, like, if Hoso, Hoso, if, um, if Coco opens their mouth to gather you, it is, you're done. That's the thing about Coco, though, is, uh, which I love deeply, is that when they uh, open the library to read, like, they will they will read and they will correct and they say all of their corrections um, and statements with the essence of, like, you being a better person to do better. Now, I will say the editing got real weird because I'm pretty sure it probably got really heated and then, mm-hmm. like, production was probably like, hey, can we calm down a bit? Because they went from, like, you guys... You you guys are made this girl feel uh, like I, shit, and then it immediately went to. I just really feel like 
And I was like, oh, what happened? When my mother mother yells like this, it's because she loves me. I was rooting for you. Till just like, I'm sorry I got a little loud, but that's the only way I feel like I can talk to you. I mean, that's the truth Um, because they were always talking over her. Although, also, like, that is low-key, like, very prominent with, like, POC. Like, people only really listen when when POC people get loud. So I also was like, ugh, like, this is living proof of microaggression energy in... Oh, I mean, you should watch season two. Or no, not season two. Well, yeah, season two. But season three's microaggressions are... It is so frustrating to rewatch. I finally rewatched that season a few uh, weeks ago. Like, rewatched it again for the first time. And I was like, wow, this is a really frustrating season. Because it was just the white girls making the black entertainers and the only other, like... Well, I mean, and making Hollow E feel like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and talking about their body parts. Um, anyways, that was that. I, I'm glad that Coco said that because it was very much needed. Even mm-hmm. Eva was like, uh, oh, she's kind of right. And I was like, yeah. We do move on and we get the Fright Feet, which is truth or shock. It is a, um, it's a lie detector test. Just like on season two. Except they're getting shocked this time, which I thought was cool. I thought that this was fun. But however, what was the whole point of introducing if you don't do a Fright Feet, you get eliminated and the person comes back? Because this is the last time that this this can happen and Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. So this whole season, it didn't happen. So what was the point? What was the reason? I really think whoever writes these scripts needs to like think of better ways to write the description of the fright feet because once again i was confused um i was under the impression they were all going to be like hooked up together and just like like they were going to be asking each other questions back and forth and like getting shocked um maybe they like wrote their questions down beforehand but when the belays were like make sure you ask your your like uh ghouls like whatever um you need to ask them now. Yeah. I and then like this this like old gentleman is like asking the questions. I was like, so did they think it of was kind of funny or was it I just feel like, scripted? I well, I mean, they they definitely the production wrote the questions down. That so I'm like, I wanted the I wanted them to ask each other questions. That it would have been a little bit more juicier. I feel like you probably could not be asking a lot of questions because that might affect with the polygraph. The whole point of the polygraph is just to answer yes or no, and then kind of go from mm. there oh my god zanny do you think you could do this fright feet i know it was super scary <laughs> it was super scary i think i could um but i will say like you're lying is, bitch is... and you would have shocked yourself a lot i would have no i would that <laughs> ate when coco did that i would have just um i don't know i I liked this fright feet this is one of the fright feats that like i'm okay with it not being like super intense and super scary because like there's so much there was a lot of value and a lot of depth behind it and it still like kind of felt like the spooky energy the whole like other last season let's ride a bull i was like oh um so then we get into the main challenge which is horror icons reimagined um that is my favorite challenge from like any season i love it i am passionate about it i think it's so interesting and captivating and also like really pulls in the root of horror so it was one of the things that i was the most excited for um that being said like uh i don't know i was kind of worried just because, like, they start explaining what they're doing, and Asher kind of mentions, like, they're going back into their alien versus predator fantasy. I um, thought that was a bold choice. Um, I agree. I mean, she didn't know that Melissa already did a predator look, and in my opinion, 
I like the approach that she had Astrid, but Melissa's was better. Yeah, very that. And then also, like, um, I don't know, it was funny because Coco was like, I'm wearing long hair and all black and, like, like really high gloves. Oh, she didn't specifically say what it was. Yeah, and she was like, but you're not going to know who I am. But she's like, I'll give you some clues. And I was like, bitch, I don't know who the fuck you are. Bitch, when, when she was walking i was like wait who's she supposed to be and then i started looking at the silhouette because i was like is this a mortal combat character i don't know about i was like oh she's one of the boule brothers well, which is what very smart me is that when they they start the the, the video the editing they did, yeah it was like they did like two, two Coco's people next, yeah uh, i was like silhouette. and i was like are the did the belays change outfits? i thought I they like, were i cool. thought like there was an editing issue where yeah. they had them, like, they repeated the same runway. I was like, wait, what is this? Yeah, so then I was like, are they, I was like, did the boulets change? Are they doing a runway? Did I miss something? And then I was like, no, that's not the boulet. And then I was like, is that the boulet? And then I was like, that's not the boulet. And then the lights came out. I was like, that's Coco. And I was like, what is Coco? And then when Coco started speaking, I was like, Coco's a boulet. Oh. I thought that was pretty clever. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, like, doing the boulet brothers would probably be a lot easy because... A lot easier. They a lot. It would be a lot easy because um, <laughs> because they wear a lot of leotards. <laughs> <laughs> they wear a lot of leotards, and then just a big kind of shoulder moment. Um, I'm surprised she didn't wear thigh high black boots because the Boulet brothers always wear. They love a thigh high black uh, boot, on but season also four. Same. I'm um, living for a thigh high. Black what boot. would you have done for horror icon? I mean, we talked about this on the last season. We did this. Oh, one of my lights went out. Um, so yeah, like what, who or what have you done? Has it changed? Um, Bloody Mary, um, might do like the Blair Witch. That might be like a cute, a cute How can you do the Blair Witch? You don't know what she looks like. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you just come out with a stick in your hand and you're just a black A stick of people and I just. Snap them. I don't know. Like that's, like, that's kind of the gag is like, you can't tell me I didn't Blair Witch enough because you you don't know what the Blair Witch is. So it's kind of like a, I feel like that's how you can win the Snatch game is you create a character. Well, uh-huh. This isn't Snatch Game. Yeah, this but I was saying horror icons reimagine. So how can you? <laughs> that's being but like the. Uh, well, I mean, you could do an Invisible Man look. That actually would have been cool if someone did an Invisible Man look. But, but very, um, I think I would go for Bloody Mary, maybe um, that kind of vibe. Uh, or Carrie. I mean, I love Carrie. I think she's sickening. Maybe like uh, a modern Carrie. I know so she's overdone. overdone. So overdone. I know she's overdone, but I think if you overdo her the right way, that could eat. That's how I feel about the Mars Attacks alien. I was like, I've seen this so many times. So also, I I love the way that it was. I love the 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 version that I saw, but like it looked as if the squiggles were drawn on with like that puffy paint you can get at Walmart that's like mixed with glitter. I know what you're talking about. In. I was looking at the fabric because I was like. Did they custom do the fabric? And then I was like looking at it closely. And I was like, this shit looks wonky as hell. I just wish they would have done a few of those. Like they could have done a lot of those swirls, and they could have put instead of just placing random red stones all over the the leotard, the little bodysuit moment. They could have done some that were actually like stoned uh, circles. Yeah, if under that circumstance, I think I would want to just like maybe execute those spirals a little bit more pristine and more symmetrical. But I understood the vision, and I, I did not recognize any of those things until the camera, like, zoomed in. And then I was like, oh, that's puffy paint. I will say that I did notice, like, or, or what you could do is you can do actually do custom orders on Joanne Fabrics and then mm-hmm. just send in the print that you want. So if someone just digitally drew the swirl, she could have easily 
four-way stretch fabric, because honestly, that's what it was. Um, yeah, I guess we're going more into the looks now. My favorite look probably was Hoso. However, the dress was very similar um, length to her other dresses. She really loves a stop above the knee kind of situation mm -hmm. and then a pointed thing, which I'm like, I like that silhouette, but like, let's, I don't know, change it up a little bit. Let's throw some little oop oop into it. No, their dress was sickening though. The way they did the hair the fibers hair, that was into pretty it. Cool. Um and I like to I loved a lot. it. Yeah, and someone I don't remember who it was, but someone said if she did not have the TV, you would not know that she was from the ring. Um I disagree so hard. Uh I knew immediately from the outfit and just the And way if they, Eva didn't stop start talking and show a comic book, you wouldn't know that she was the crypt keeper. Not Eva. From, uh, or, I mean if, if Victoria didn't show a comic book and say I'm the crypt keeper you wouldn't know that they were the Crypt Keeper from, or what's it called? Uh, from uh, from Creep Show. Yeah, that I was confused. I was like, I don't know what, but also like then when they said that's what they were, I was like, oh, that is what you are. Like that is. Um, yeah, I mean, like, but a... that could be said. Like when someone was like, she needed the TV. I'm like, she also has the VHSs on her. I feel like it's the long everyone hair, had a prop. The Everybody the had way. a prop. That's a, that's a if Ashley didn't have that helmet on, you wouldn't know she was a predator. Like, that's how stupid y'all sound. That. That. I was like, let Hoso have what Hoso has. Yeah. I thought Hoso was good. I mean, Coco. I probably would have done a different kind of silhouette for the bottom half, but that's... She was a Boule brother. That's what she was. I would have done a big old headpiece, because that's what they're known for. Mm -hmm. um, but t 10 points for pandering. I, I appreciate that. I <laughs> Um, that was really smart. Um, yeah, that was a business move. Eva's, I hated the thigh-high boots. The red thigh-high boots. I just did not like mm -hmm. it. I think that was just such a weird choice. Like Out it. of every every horror icon, I know that she is iconic, but there's only so much you can do with that silhouette. It wasn't anything new to me. The cape train was a little weird. It, it literally was just a tapped tacked on fabric that she took off like a few seconds later if i was in a club if i was watching a, a photo shoot if i was keeping on your social media i would be like this is so cool i love this like heart react zanny we're gonna go to an ad break and when we come back we're gonna be talking more about what dragon the titans the class of the titans baby we have made it to the end no we have it next week is the end yeah but i mean like, we made it to like we have made it to the end the end has not happened yet all right Hey guys, if you're listening this far into the podcast, I need you to go to iTunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast. And I would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. It would mean a lot, preferably five stars and a good rating. And just leave a comment there. A positive one. Don't call me an idiot or anything like that. That would be kind of mean. And if you hear that, that's Sunny in the background. She's here for this I... ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Uh -huh. Can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenido. Estás escuchando al podcast de Data Card. Stay on the line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcasts y donde quieras que puedes escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana-da. Thanks, Dana-da. <laughs>
Welcome back from that beautiful little ad break. We are about to dive directly into Titans Clash of the Titans, Dragula. It's just called Dragula Titans. Clash Dragula of the Titans, Titans is a different thing. Oh, we're going to jump into Dragula Titans. Coco said Clash of the Titans and it's stuck in my little noggin, so I'm going to say it all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are back. We are discussing this last episode and we are getting ready for the finale. Slay. Kind of excited, Slay Queen. To like go to Astra's look, like it had elements that I like, but I didn't even realize she was taking the spine. I don't know if you've seen Predator, but there's an iconic moment where the Predator grabs into someone's back while they're still alive and pulls their spine out with their mm-hmm. skull attached. So basically rips their skin off and is just, and their eyes, everything. It's just a skull and their skeleton. Mm-hmm. They rip it out of them while they're still alive. That's an iconic scene. And when she was doing that on the stage, I was just like, oh, she's picking up a stick to put pink goo on. I didn't understand that. Mm. I, it did yeah. not read at all. It didn't read well at all. Yeah, um, I think the Boulets kind of said that. They were like, you lo- you got lost in the... No, one of the judges said that you got lost in the, in the props and you got lost in trying mm-hmm. to do these moments. I personally was not a fan of the like cyberpunk LED uh, added aspects. I liked look. it, but... There was no makeup prosthetics underneath it to, you know, to take mm-hmm. the mask off and you have the weird thing. You know, there was emptiness in the back of the head that mm-hmm. could have been filled up. Flesh skin tone for the rest of the body, I thought was really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't we put, I know, a bodysuit on, a green bodysuit, <laughs> a skin tight one that was a little scaly. I feel like if you're going to do a creature that's known for their scales, like... If she did that and had the, like, what Melissa did, like, the actual, like, texture of skin underneath, like, if you, if she basically had Melissa's bodysuit underneath that, it would have made the look ten times better. Because I appreciate the cyberpunk aesthetic. I thought it was really cool. But then it was, like, at the end of the day, you are just wearing that on your head. Like, there was that alien And, like, also, like... To me, like, it's that, like, you could have really done... I would have really liked this cyberpunk fantasy if it would have went all the way out. But, like, to me, it looks like you just glued um, or pinned in, like, this, like, this wire. And then you called the it cyberpunk. The wire looked pretty cool, though. I, I was it like, did I look was like cool, how did you do that? But I was a little let down because, especially with those types of things, like, you don't have... It's, like, a continuous strip. You don't have, like, a bunch of little pieces you can lay down. So you do have to kind of, like, be smart with your placements. Mm-hmm. This is just kind of my, like, ADHD brain kicking in. But, like, because I could see where, like, some of the wire went over each other and, like, it didn't look intentional. And I could see, I was like, oh, you're, like, trying to use as much of this as you can because you have to use, like, a 40-foot band of it for it to work correctly mm-hmm. versus it being, like, cut up into pieces and, like, laid down. Uh, I always get upset when people use those types of things because then, like, when the lights were out, the complete silhouette of what you had done was just gone. It just looked like a bunch of weird glowing lights. When the lights came on, then it, like, was an added detail. That I was like, work! Mm-hmm. But when the lights were off, I was like, I can see all of your, like, your uh, not symmetrical bends and like your not symmetrical symmetrical like connections and where you overlap because you had to you had to or where this thing didn't work the way that it wanted to. I could just see all those imperfections. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get a little let down whenever I see the or not let down, but I'm like, man. But it's like you said though, if there would have been like body paint, body suits, a little bit more to the makeup, yeah, maybe oh, like some extra like glowing. The, the predator the... skin is glowing green. It's like a glowing green. Yeah. Like it, so like, like it looks like as if someone dropped like a glow stick. Like that's what their blood looks like. Mm-hmm. None of that. None of that on the like garment or anything. I think that would have been like really cool. It's like you, what is it? UV. UV. Yeah. And like it, it you have the like right UV idea. Paint. 
in the movie. Had the right idea, was so close, the nail was like right there, you just forgot to hammer it in. You know, like that's how, how I felt about that. I think Victoria did good. She actually did good in the acting part. Mm-hmm. And I like that she had her own uh, creep show magazine, or creep show comic, because that's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. Comics came out first, I believe. Um, and they had the Boulay brothers on it. So I thought that was yeah. really cool. I liked um, all the little And then Coco, or, yeah, Coco did good. Eva and Ashford, for me, missed the mark. I agree. I agree. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. I, except mine was actually, I really loved Hoso's. Then I liked Coco's. Then I liked Victoria's. Mm-hmm. Then I liked um, Eva's. And then I liked Ashford's. For horror icons, it might be really soon, but I think I would have done a Pearl look. <laughs> or like... One oh. oh, one of my favorite movies is uh, Evil Dead 2013, so maybe something from there. Or Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like, those clowns are very prominent on how they look, So, but there's no female clowns, so just, bitch, give them some big old titties clown that titties. shoot cotton candy out or something. I don't know. There's, like, so many things I could do. Last, I remember the last time I said I wanted to be Leatherface. Yeah, I something, think you do a good Leatherface. a little bit out of the box, um, for sure. I just googled Pearl and she looks hot. Yeah, Mia Goth. Ha- do you do you know Mia Goth? Mm-hmm. That's why I said, "Oh." Have you heard her speak before? Like, not acting, like speak. Mm-mm. She sounds like this. She really oh sounds gosh. like that, and it's really like disconcerting. <laughs> she really God. sounds like this. In, um, she really likes blueberry waffles. Like she's there's an interview interview with her. She's like, I really like blueberry waffles. So if I had a restaurant, it would be blueberry themed. Oh my god, <laughs> you so, better. Yeah, the challenge winner is Hoso. Do we agree with that? We do. We do. I'm proud of Hoso. I think they worked really hard. Um, I think even with all of our like opinions on them this season, they have like executed everything they wanted to do. They stayed to their element the entire time. They did not stray away from it. Um, and then this challenge itself, like, they really just, like, like, they ate. Like, they just took the cake and ran with it. I mean, like, with this season, like, obviously Hoso has, like, been a part of the drama, which I have not been a fan of this whole season. We said this the whole season. Whoever the story mm-hmm. producer is, you know, you need to accept the L on that. You did not do a good job. You um, at the I, did I tell you that a story producer was in our space? Mm-mm. So on Twitter, you can do spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's like the voice kind of group chats you see at the top. Yeah. So I do it once a week with my friends, Oliver and Gary. And, you know, we just recap the whole episode, kind of like what we're doing here, but it's a longer discussion. We have other people talking. And Ian DeVogler was in the audience listening. <laughs> Just listening. And, like, I think just a few minutes before, we were like, these story producers are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. And the moment I saw him, I said, I, like, unmuted myself. I was like, wait. And I just started laughing because I thought it was so funny. And then the moment we were like, hi, Ian, he immediately left. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, very funny. Um... So, Ian said, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, but back to Hoso, I think she has done good this season. Um, yeah, she only really landed on the bottom once, the bottom two once. To me, probably should have been there twice, but 
the the high placements that she got i thought were very much deserved i think she should have mm-hmm. been in the top on the first episode too so i've always said hosa was in my top three so now she mm-hmm. is there with two wins and joining her we don't know yet because there's a bottom four that are up for elimination and two they they are not subtle they say off the top of the episode that two people are getting eliminated there's not going to be a final four which i was like see i was scared they said there's not going to be a final four and they said one or two of you may go home and i was like Bitch, if they do a final five, I will be so pissed. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, they're going to do a final five because it's Titans and it's the end of the year. And like, no one has ever done a final five. So it's going to be. That would have been half of the cast. Half the cast. So I was freaking out. And then they didn't, thankfully. Thank but I was God like, I can't. I mean, I knew what was going to happen. I knew those two girls were going to leave. Now, they pair well, them see, up even... because they only have two trap doors. I think they, they should have paired it up it. differently. Same, but I think even the girls knew it. The girls, the days of them, I think they even knew it because they were literally just in there, like, hmm. Well, yeah, they knew uh, ever since like the the other two were saying that there was going to be a double elimination. Now, I think when they paired them off, they should have done Victoria and Astrid first because Same. we all knew that Astrid was going to go home. She knew she was going to go home. That way, when we got to Coco and Eva, we didn't know who was going to go home. Because the yeah. moment that Coco is paired up with Astrid and Astrid drops... You see Eva's face. Eva already knows, bitch, I am going home. That. That. I think even, even the second they said Astrid and uh, and, uh, Coco, and Coco... Yeah, Eva stairs, was like, bitch, I'm paired up you with You see Victoria. Eva just... You see all of it. You see that just the face, the recognition. They start crying... Uh, that's gonna be so awkward because you know that takes like thirty minutes to like make sure the trapdoor works, to make sure the buttons pressed. You know the whole thirty minutes, Eva was just in the corner like. <laughs> okay, but you know what was real shady is when Vic. Okay, so Astra dropped. Boo boo boo. We're, we're moved on. When it's Victoria and Eva, they go Victoria, and then Eva drops. <laughs> And I was like, y'all always do people dirty. That was so dirty. And I don't even think they even say, you have been eliminated. They're just like, congrats, top three. <laughs> that, they, said, they said, Victoria, you are also safe. And then they said, congrats, top three. You know what would have been real gaggy? Hmm. So if they made Astrid and Eva go up first and then just drop them both. Like, they don't even do the, the pair up. That, that would have been like, I would have been like... That, or if they would have lied and said, uh, one of you may, like, we're going to pair you two up and, like, one of you may stay and one of you will, may go. And then, so then you, you they, they elude. And yeah, they, so <laughs> they think, oh, it's going to be me or the other, but then just drop them both. I think that, that would have been kind of cunty. That would have been cunty. Yeah. So we have our top three. This is kind of what you've envisioned from the beginning. <gasps> or the people who stay uh, go home and they drop the people that should, that should win. Like, Coco drops. Victoria drops. And then it's just Eva, Hoso, and... No, that's uh, too much. That's too much. Anyway, yeah, it is too that's much. That might have worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, except I did Well, after Kendra there. left... And it, Kendra there, yeah. Um, it was after that was Hoso, Coco, and Melissa. So now Melissa's just not there. So, yeah, Victoria has three wins. Coco has one win. And Hoso has two. Which, if you have the most wins, does not mean that you win this competition. Uh, mm-hmm. James Majesty had three wins, and that bitch did not win. So, I think anything can really happen. I know, um, I honestly don't. This is the first time. Wait, didn't, how many wins did Dolly have? I don't remember. I don't I, I do not have the remember. attention span to keep up with all that. Maybe two. 
or one. Yeah. Maybe they only had one. No, I think they had two. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. This is the first time that I've seen uh, like a final three where I genuinely cannot tell you who I think could win because Hoso is going to kill a look, Victoria is going to kill a look, and Coco is going to kill a look. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Spill it out for me, babe. If Hoso took her critiques, mm-hmm. and if she paints like soft, soft, soft for mm-hmm. glamour, it's a wrap. I think she will win. If she does that soft glamour, because she can nail down the other two things. Yeah. If she nails down glamour, like to a T, I think she's got this. Coco has got glamour in the bag. Victoria, she can do glamour too. I don't know how Coco will do for filth. I know for horror. Do you think she, she'll do good for filth? Because she's so? a very sexy. She'll do like a sexy, filthy little moment. Uh, yeah, but I'm like, what What about that would be different? We've seen like sexy, filthy kind of yeah, things. So true. I'm like, what would be, what would push the boundary for filth? Mm-hmm. I feel like filth has been the category that's been lacking a lot in the seasons. I think bitch and Melissa and Vander kind of set the bar high for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Vander threw up on a pile of shit and was, like, dancing and putting that all over her face. Melissa had a a fucking crucifix up her ass and was swinging it around. And, you know, bitch pudding, what did bitch pudding not do? She drank mop water and was, like, chewing on hair. Ugh, that was so disgusting. So, honestly, it's really going to be down to the performance. So, mm-hmm. that being said... I think they're going to crown Victoria, but I could really see Hoso or Coco winning if they really, like, pull through. But I know they're probably going to crown Victoria. The thing is, like, Victoria don't really need this crown. She's got so much money already. I know. She's got so many opportunities, you know? I feel like, I think of, like, all the opportunities that Hoso and Coco could get with this crown and the and the money like how much it would really mean i mean and that's not to say that they were bad artists they were good artists through this season um and that's not to undermine that like victoria shouldn't win but it's like victoria for years is still like she's still the the name on everybody's mouth so i don't know that, i feel like I she, she, she like... already has so many accomplishments you know that this that. is like it wouldn't it would I know it means a lot to her, but it for a fan, it wouldn't really mean a lot to see to her win. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that too. And it's also that like No I offense, Victoria, if you're listening. She don't give a fuck about anything. Um because she doesn't talk about this season at all. I respect that. Yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> but I feel that too as well. Like I think that she has passed up her opportunity. Not not she has passed up her opportunity. I think that she should have won other times and should have won other things. Not saying, like, necessarily her season, but, like, she's, like... And, like, also, like, to me, like, she's won outside of just, like, you're a winner, babes. Like, yeah. she has reached the alumni of alumni of alumni of the Dragula fandom. Like, she is... When you think of Dragula, like, you, she is the first... One of the first pictures to pop up. Yeah. So I can see how, how much defeat you can have when you're, like, the whole universe looks at you and is, like... You are the most successful Dracula girl, or they, them, or or ghoul, or or whatever, whatever you claim. You are the most successful creature to come from this this show platform. Um, and then you ha- like you have you don't have the credits to back it up. Like you don't got the sash to back it up. I get that mental like mind fuck. Mm-hmm. But then you, again, like you look at someone like Hoso, who like isn't even in like doesn't even live in America. Like that could be so beneficial to them. The money, the opportunities, the chances, like that could be. A whole life, you know, 
a whole life change. And then you have Coco, who started from ground zero and is still figuring it out. And earlier this year moved cross country with like nothing to their name uh, to try to make something of themselves and did that like a, a literally right after or right before. I think it was right after like these people are like obviously like you are like Victoria, like you are very stable. You have a great, a great career path for you. You are doing amazing things. You are turning it every single day. No one is at all doubting any part of you. And then you have these two people who get a lot of doubt within the community. They get a lot of hate within the community. They get a lot of negative energy within the community. Um, and then they also are so relatable and they've, they've, they've just grown so much in the past two years that this, this title could, I mean, completely change their lives. So it's I hard. Agree. I agree. Now, the thing that I know what will happen is if any of those two win, they're just going to be tied down to, oh, well, Victoria should have won, blah, 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 blah. So that will, mm-hmm. if that does happen, please just send love to these contestants. Send some love to Coco um, because, you know, she's been getting heat for just mm-hmm. putting these white bitches in check. Next week, the season's over. Which is very relieving. Oh, and if you're um, in Pensacola, you can see me and Zanny and from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5 and Dragula Season 4, J. Joe Lee will be at our show at Algabir Co. on December 23rd at 8 30 so p.m. Excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Jade seems Shout really cool. So. Also, I do think I am, uh, this is me just doxing myself. I think I'm saying that I am in Pensacola that night. Where at? My brother lives in uh, Destin, Florida. Oh, that's not in Pensacola. Yeah, after I said it, I realized, but I'm going to be close. But you can slumber party with me. You can find me on Instagram at Z-A-N-N-Y period E-X. You also can find me on Hive and Twitter. Hive is still down. I know, Hive said no. And they were like, last week, they were like, we're going to be back up, besties, because that's how they fucking tweet. And bitch, they're still down. They're still down. They're doing some career path changes. I'm giving them a little bit of time. We all jumped on it, so. Um, How about they you know, hire some people. And I'm Tara Carr. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me under most platforms under that name. You can find this podcast on most platforms, Stay on the Line podcast, where we have new episodes every Thursday. And make sure y'all are sharing, leaving reviews, and um, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stay on the line, where we have extra bonus content, like the full video edition of the podcast, as well as commentary tracks and much more. When you're at the highest tier, you get your name right out on the podcast. So, shout out to the Pee Pee Poo Boo tier, our newest patron, Miss Titty City. <laughs> Matt King, Caitlin B, Willow Whisper, Kiki, Keith W, Poe Bray, Zine Cat, Coronation, and Rebecca Carlson. So yeah, you can be like Ms. Titty City and join the Patreon today. Yeah, you can. And you'll get some some added benefits. Slay Hunty. Boots the house down, sis. And don't you ever forget it. I... Just want to say that the world is a beautiful place right now and that you should focus on loving yourself because it's tough. Okay. Um, (laughs) I would say come support local entertainers and um, don't wait for them to be on a TV show to support them. Oh, that part. Until next time, I'm Tara Card. And I'm Zanny X. And make sure you stay on the line bye
Have you ever wanted to support the continuation of Stay on the Line but you don't know how? Well, here's how. On Patreon.com, you can support the Stay on the Line podcast for just $1. Each tier has their separate benefits. Some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So, if you would like to support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash stay on the line and you can start supporting the podcast and its continuation today.